Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined with me is the man with the master plan, Mr. Chance. Michaels. Chance, how are you today? Doing good, man. How about you? Can't complain, man. Here we are Thursday afternoon, early evening. We're getting closer to the long weekend, so things are beautiful. An action-packed weekend of fights in all platforms of combat. Uh, so it's going to be pretty busy, but it's also going to be pretty fun. But you know what? Before everything else, guys, like and subscribe. Hit that notification button, Samp underscore Chance. That's our Instagram page. So you can go there, find our bio tree, and that will link you to every place that we can be found. Um, thank you for all the ongoing support and all the love that we're getting from everybody. Um, we're just going to continue trucking on here, man. So uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments and uh, let us know what you guys want to talk about. So today we're going to hit everything off with boxing here. But before we get into anything deep, uh, we have to talk about this. Um, today, Ernie Shavers passed away at the age of 78. Um, the Alabama native had a record of 74, 14, and 1. With 68 KOs, he had a 26-year career that went all the way up until 1995. I didn't hear that he passed away. I didn't see that today. So rest in yeah. peace. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I just wanted to touch on him a little bit. Um, you know, his probably his most famous fight came in 1977 when he went 15 with Ali. And they went back and forth. Uh, here's an interesting fact. Ernie Shavers, the man had amazing power. One of the most powerful punchers in boxing at that time. Yeah. Uh, type of guy who had that power from the first round to the 15th round. I mean, the guy was just amazing. Here's an interesting fact. He was never world champion. So when the big ones went counted. No, it, it, it wasn't count, even right? a question of that, man. It just at that time, you got to think, I mean, boxing wasn't watered down with so many titles as it is today. So, yeah. you know, you only That's had, hard about you, that. you had one heavyweight champion, which the way it should be, you know, or maybe, regional champions and stuff like that you didn't have four governing bodies at that time so it was tougher i guarantee you that if he was in his prime in today's generation he could have gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with basically everyone i think yeah. he'd give the most problems to joshua and deontay wilder personally i mean he could even challenge tyson fury he was that good it's just unfortunately he was at a time where you had amazing names right he's there like Carl Malone, man he would have won if it wasn't for Jordan he would have won the belt it wasn't for Ali it sucks but it's the way it goes yeah no 100% like here are some of the you know best wins that he had as a heavyweight against Ken Norton Joe Bunger Jimmy Ellis and Jimmy Young uh, all great fights right yeah um you know high profile losses you know just so we can talk about it Muhammad Ali Jerry Corey I think he probably had a bad night that night uh, Randall Cobb, James Till, Larry Holmes. I think he beat him twice. Larry Holmes did back to back. Uh, Bernardo Mercado, Bernardo Mercado, sorry, and Ron Lyle were his uh, notable defeats. But uh, yes, rest in peace, Mr. Ernie Shavers. Yeah, thank you. And everybody, if you do get an opportunity, I mean, it's really hard to find these fights now. Go back and watch that Ali fight, and you'll just be amazed. Like, this guy gave Ali a run for his money. Um, but at the end, Ali's talent, like you were saying earlier, you know, just kind of rose to the top and uh, was able to pull it out that way. But at the end of the day, like I said, Ernie Shaver has passed away today, 78 years old. Um, after that, let's go to King Kong Ortiz, Luis Ortiz versus Andy Ruiz. Uh, we're going to have that go down this Sunday at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. 
Ruiz coming in at 34 2 and 34 and 2 with 22 knockouts. Unfortunately, I do not have Ortiz's number here in front of me, but um, what do you think, man? Everything's uh, set up. Ruiz is going to gonna take it. I, I'm going to go the other way, man. I'm going to go Ortiz on this one. He's, um, Ruiz is younger. He's 11 years younger. Um, He's a big underdog in this fight, King Kong. He's a 4-1 to underdog, so the books are favoring Ruiz as the heavy favorite. So I yeah. think he's going to take it. He looks in shape. He's younger. He's more hungry. King Kong's got a heavy punch, but I think he's just too old and slow now. Well, I mean, they say King Kong's been KO'd twice by Wilder. I mean, he's yeah, softened that, him up. No, fair enough. But while he's being KO'd twice by Wilder, I agree with that completely. But I think here's what you're not looking at from what I'm seeing anyways. I think Ortiz is going to win. I think it's going to be an upset. If I were a betting man, I would definitely put my hundred dollars down on Ortiz to win. Even four hundred, not a bad return. Well, the reason I'm saying it is this: I don't think Andy Ruiz has done very well against physical challengers. He's not good against physical boxers. You know, boxers that will will physically challenge him. Um, you know, he lost he lost to Joseph Parker. He's also lost to AJ. That kind of came in a bit more physical the second you know AJ second time around. Um, so I think that's one thing that, that people have to kind of look at is how he's going to respond to a more physical challenge. He didn't get that against Chris Ariola, right? You know, he kind of fought from the outside a lot, I found, and, you know, just kind of tagged him and touched him. And he was still able to bring him down. So that's why, that's the other factor here. I don't think Ortiz's chin is strong, or I don't think Ruiz's chin is that strong. You know, no, and, but he's just so much younger. He's a little more agile. I mean, he's coming Ruiz in is, at two seventy. He's forty three years old. Right, I mean, right, but but Ruiz is coming in at two seventy, bro. Yeah, but look at him. He look, I don't know if you watch He looks quick, man. He looks good. I, like I said, he, we'll see how it plays here. out. No, I'm sure he's hungry. Yeah, no, I'm. I, 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 so does Ortiz. I mean, whoever wins this fight gets right back into contention. Yeah, but even right. if Ortiz does win, I mean, he's forty three. He's got a couple of fights left, and he's that's done. great. But then you get to then you'll see. Uh, you'll you'll see Andy for what he is, and if he loses, you know yeah. I don't I don't put a lot of stock in him. I just don't. I mean, after the Chris Ariola fight, that was the proving fight for me. That guy was forty as well. He barely won that fight. Yep. Right. So you know, it's just like yeah, you come off a loss against Joshua, and you're supposed to be hungry after that fight. If there's something to prove, it should be after you lost. Yeah, the he admitted title. he was out of shape and lazy for that. He didn't. I right. like that he doesn't make excuses. He said, "Yeah, I screwed up. I was out of shape. I partied." I well, he snapped. had. What else is he going to? What else could he say though? Anything else would be ludicrous, right? I mean, of course he did. Well, you the get right guys thing. like Keofimo Lopez that blatantly lie to you and say they won when you watched him get his butt kicked. So he could have went that road and said, "I won," and even I got knocked down. Or say what Dillian White said: he slipped when Tyson knocked him out, pushed him down. So you can make all kinds of crazy. Some of these guys make up some. Crazy, crazy story. So I appreciated that. He said, hey, I was fat. I was lazy. I drank. I ate. I didn't train hard. I got my ass kicked. I deserved it. I, I respect that. No, I respect that too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it in a bad way. All I'm saying is he should have had, you know, like you're saying, you know, this is a must-win fight. That Areola fight was a must-win fight. And he did win it, but he didn't win it in any convincing fashion that, oh, no. yeah, this guy's hungry. This guy is determined. This guy wants it. You know what I mean? He He's, he's desperate to get back to that pinnacle to get to that opportunity again. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just that being said and whatnot, I, I just think, I just have a feeling Ortiz is going to pull it out. I just he might. Right? I don't always agree with the Vegas Sharps, but on this one, I'm with them on that one. I think this is uh, Ruiz's fight to lose. We'll see what happens. Like you said, King Kong hits hard. You could put him down. I think he will. I think he will, just for the fact that he doesn't have that great of a chin. It's proven. I think it's proven anyways, in my opinion. 
Yeah, but King Kong is old. He's slow. He tires out. If it's the, for a lot of his fights goes, Ruiz. It's better for Ruiz, even though Ruiz well, is not the most cardio king. But no, you know what? Let's see. Let's see how it goes down. Like I said, Ruiz, Ortiz is a great boxer. Mm-hmm. So he's a physical boxer that has skills, right? Yep. That all being said, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I think I think a lot of people are downplaying this fight a little more than it needs. Well, a lot to be. of people aren't going to be buying it. It's a pay per view. That's the problem. Well, whatever the case may be, I think people are just play, downplaying the fight. I think it's going to be an interesting fight. It's um, it's an interesting tilt. It's I think it's one of those kind of fights that you'll be like, oh shit, that happened. Kind of after if you didn't see it, right? I'm yeah. sure a lot of people will see it after the fact. I get that. It's a long weekend as well in North America. So, you know, Liberty long weekend here. So, I mean, people having... are so focused on football right now. This is a good fight, but it's not like uh, something like a must see for a lot of people. So, well, football doesn't start until Thursday. Started, so. Yeah, that's Sunday morning. This is Sunday night. But like I said, again, let's see how it all plays out and whatnot. And we'll kind of go from there. Uh, interesting news coming from Mr. Canelo Alvarez, man, saying, I will not fight Mexican fighters anymore. Did you read about that? Do you hear anything? I did, yeah. Thoughts? Just more hyperbole from the guy. We can't trust anything the guy says. He lied. He got caught doing steroids and denies it. So if the price is right, he'll fight anybody. Yeah, I get what he's know. trying to say. I don't want to fight my country, man. But trust me, if the belt's on the line, they're going to strip you and you're going to pay a lot of money. He'll make an exception. Yeah, but I, I think he's just trying to duck Benavides, personally. I think that's one reason. Yeah, that could it. be too. But I mean, the we'll last see. time he fought a Mexican was Chavez Jr., that was his last fight that he had against a Mexican, right? Canelo's a prize I mean, fighter, right? He wants to fight the fight to bring him the most attention, the most money. He's kind of like the Mayweather that way. He's going to fight the biggest names that get paid the most money. Doesn't necessarily mean he's the best fighter, but yeah. he wants the biggest fights. And then, as far as Bivol goes, I don't, you know, if, if even Bivol's saying right now he doesn't really foresee this fight happening again because Canelo's not going to probably come back up to 175 until it suits him. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, right. he fought Kovalev. Yeah, he fought Kovalev, but he fought an old Kovalev. Yeah, Kolo right? was already shot. He was already yeah. shot at that point, right? So, I mean, yeah, you can't go up against, you know, proper talent in that division. So, I guess you'll just have to find a journeyman at, at the other divisions and whatnot. And he's also saying he wants to fight Usyk at a catchweight. I think Usyk would kick the shit out of him. Yeah, you think he's too big for him. Well, they're they're also thinking... too big for him. How are you going to fight Usyk? Like, but that's what he's... Yeah, no, but that's what he's saying, right? I mean, it's it's kind of interesting that, you know, he wants to fight these guys and whatnot. He just wants I... the big, big prize fights now. He's done with you know, all this stuff. He's wants to give me the best for him, the money. Right. But I mean, I think the best fights for him would be at super middleweight, right? There's a lot of guys there that he hasn't challenged that would give him a run for his money and he's avoiding them all. Yep. Like I was saying, he's learning from the Mayweather playbook. You avoid the guys in the prime, hit him on the back end, fight and make the most money. That's what he's kind of doing. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. It's so blatantly horrible though to see though. I think is that that's, that's where I have problems with boxing, you know, it's just, this is not the way it should be. Everyone should I totally agree, but it's all about these guys are all the promoters too. They're also all about the money. Yeah, everything's about money at the end of the day, man. I mean, look at how convoluted and and broken down boxing is that way, right? Yeah. Um, have you watched that Mike Tyson um miniseries or whatever it is on 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 television? No, I've never seen it. Pretty good, man. It's yeah, about it's, his life. It's, yeah, it's his whole life story. It's basically you know how he kind of did a spoken word tour for a while. Yep. So it's kind of like Mike Tyson standing on stage and he's kind of narrating it as he's talking. Like so basically it's like the open the like the open conversation that he has with the crowd where he's just basically talking and uh you know it just kind of cuts to the show and and to the scenes and everything but every so often it comes back to him and then they go to the next chapter or whatever the next kind of phase would be sort of a deal. Um no, pretty fun. 
yeah, it's pretty good. I, I would highly recommend checking it out, man. Um, but what else do you got, man? Anything you want to talk about today? We got a couple of things at the end of the show that I'll bring up. Um, there's nothing on this day in boxing history. Ernie Shavers, I didn't know about that happened today, but I got a I got a good one at the end. But it's not this day in boxing history, but mm-hmm. it's something about boxing because nothing happened on this day of significance. Okay, I'm just excited okay. for the Canelo Triple G fight. We're only uh, 16 days away from it, man. And been watching all the the press t- tours, the training, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple G's got a podcast coming out with that Dan Raphael guy. Okay, um, that'll be coming out soon. So. He's all in, man. He's all in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so a lot of guys are saying that Canelo, you know, like they, they were asking other boxers and stuff. And the consensus I'm getting from these guys is basically the same thing. It's just like he's just avoiding fights by saying that. Yeah. Just like um, Mayweather. Same thing. Yeah. Devin Haney and uh, Combosis is all set, ready to go for October 15th in Australia. The fight I don't think anyone's really kind of looking forward to. At but... least they're putting it free on TV for everyone. They're not even charging for it, which is the right thing to do, because after that last... The well, the first one was free in North America. No, but over there, you had to pay for it. Well, in Australia, they had to pay for it. the country, but this is free worldwide. Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, last time Australia was in Australian prime time, so they had to pay for it then, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, it was Sunday afternoon, wasn't it? Uh, I can't yeah, yeah, no, it was Sunday. It was Sunday afternoon, so they could make the fight work for North America. Yeah, most is a big underdog. He's like a seven-one underdog. He's gonna have to come out and, and knock him out. He's not gonna win a decision. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you think he stands a chance? I mean, he's got a slim chance, maybe like a ten percent chance. But he just got so schooled last time. I don't see how he can beat him unless he gets a lucky knockout. All right. So let's talk about Triple G and uh, Canelo here. Um. You know, as we're getting closer now, the more I'm looking at it and, and I'm kind of breaking it down, I, I Triple G does have a chance. He does definitely have a chance to beat oh, him. Oh, big time. Yeah, he's I never almost, been knocked down by him in 24 rounds. But I feel I think he has to be perfect in this fight. In I order think he's going to gonna be a little bit more aggressive this time. I think he wants to put him down. I'm not saying he will, but I think that's a strategy, judging by what he's been saying. And he's 40 now, you know. Mm-hmm. We're going to find yeah. out it's going to be a hell of a fight. Wow. He's, he's a 4-1 saying... underdog, so he's a big underdog according to the Sharps. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You make the yeah. lines. I mean, basically, his last two fights against Morata and, and against um, Sergey, you know, they were good performances. But he has to be even better than that. I feel. Mm-hmm. I think Canelo's going to be coming out with a vengeance too. He's got a lot to prove, and that's kind of oh, unfortunate. Yeah, he hates Triple G. He's sick of people saying he lost. He lost. He wants to no, put him down. No, I, I know he wants to put him down, but also coming off a loss as well, that's going to make it yep. a bit more challenging for for Triple G as well, man. You, you got this vengeful angry canelo now you know yeah i can't wait for um, that man i'm so excited for that fight you know definitely are you going to be making it out have you decided yet i'm not sure i got a couple days to make that choice i'm leaning on probably no because i'm going away the following weekend for four nights right with rains to yeah, yeah. Raw, which i had booked since christmas so i hadn't had that booked 100 percent, i'd be there no for sure for sure so probably um, how uh how do you make the gilbert ramirez against uh dimitri bibble fight yeah i was seeing that a little bit today was that happened november yeah, it's happening in November. It's happening at the uh, the new home of boxing, Saudi Arabia. It's happening there. Yeah, they put up the money for the fight. So, hey, good for them. They got the money. And they I don't all the money. people saying you can't fight in that country. They're bad to people. Every country does business in Saudi Arabia. We buy oil and gas from them. So we can't sit there and say you can't fight there because they don't have good human rights. When we deal with China and Saudi Arabia, let the fighters fight. Let them get paid. So they want to pay it. Go there. 
Well, I think everybody's always going to have an issue with something somewhere, somewhere, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, but we'll take their oil and gas, but hey, don't fight there. Same people that say that, then don't fill up your car, you know? Well, I don't know. Are we getting our gas from Saudi Arabia? I think we produce our own. Well, we get some of it from there. America gets a lot of their gas from Saudi Arabia, our oil, all kinds of other things you wouldn't even think about we get from them. Yeah, well, I, I mean, for all the good they do, they look do at all the stuff of... we get from China, man. They they treat the people like garbage over there. We got tons. Of everything in our rooms probably from China, bro. I think we treat the people here like garbage. Not compared to China and Saudi Arabia, we don't throw gays off buildings and stuff like they do. <laughs> Sorry, man, that's pretty bad. That's what Saudi Arabia does. Yeah, fair fight. It's a crime over there, so that's why people have a problem with it. But then, if you have a problem with it, our country, should be buying stuff from what we do. So it's kind of hypocrisy to me, you know. I just kind of look at the downtown east side and think, well, you know, this is a huge problem here too. So it's only gonna get worse, dude. Yeah, I know. I agree, man. I totally agree. All right, brother, man. Well, listen. I, I guess we're kind of no. I got done. something for you. Since oh, you got something. Have, since we don't have this day in boxing history, because nothing significant happened on this day, hmm. I'm going to. Well, I'll, I'll quiz you on it. It's a tough one. I got the top five boxing uh, grossing pay-per-views ever. Which five do you think they are? This is the one that sold the most pay-per-views. Oh, okay. Uh, Mayweather. I think it would probably be Mayweather would be in the mix somewhere there. Yeah, but which Pacquiao? fights though? Like Mayweather. Mayweather, Pacquiao. Yeah, it's number one. 4.6 million. The largest boxing ever. Oh, okay. People order um, that fight. Wow. Mayweather, Pacquiao, obviously, yeah. And then... I think it would have also had to be would Tyson Fury be on their list? No, he's not on it. He's not on it. Okay, so it's all There's Mayweather. There's one funny that right? actually totally shocked me. I couldn't even believe it. it was so garbage. I can't even believe it's on here. Really? But I'll read them out to the audience. It is tricky. Yeah, please. So we got Mayweather Pocky, number one, 4.6 million buys. Then I'm going to count it because it was technically a boxing fight. Mayweather versus McGregor, 4.3 million. Mm-hmm. Mayweather versus Canelo, 2.2 million. Look at the difference between the Pacquiao fight and Mayweather fight. 2 million people difference. That's what I was saying before. When Mayweather and Pacquiao fight, everybody watched it. Um, no. Mayweather, De La Hoya, 2.4 million. And then we got Lennox, Lewis, and Mike Tyson, 1.9 million. And that one surprises you? No, there's one here that's number six. You know what it is? Mm. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones, you know, that exhibition fight was total garbage fight, not even head punch. That was one of the top 10 pay-per-views of all time. I think it's just because of the name. The excitement, yeah, I know. But you know still, what I mean? I get it. I couldn't I believe it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mayweather's got four of the top five pay-per-views of all time. Yeah, I know. The Lewis, the Lewis one, the Lewis against Mike Tyson, That that's fair. I thought it would have had a higher number. I mean, there was so much build up to that, right? 1.9 I mean, million, yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, considering at the time, too. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you were to take that number based on that number, what it would be today, like meaning what would $10 million in 1977 be today? Sort of a deal, right? Yeah. If and then the 10th this... one, just the name of a high profile one was Holyfield versus Foreman in 91, 1.4 million. Wow. 91. So 31 years ago. So crazy, crazy. Maybe they played to... a character. Well, he is not a very good guy in real life because obviously he's beat up his woman, went to jail for it. But he played the villain, played the bad guy. I love him or hate him. He watched him. So made a lot of money. So good for him on that. No doubt. Man. He's fighting That's again, so actually. He's got an exhibition fight coming Yeah, he's up. fighting in Japan again. Yeah. And uh, your boy Jake Paul's fighting Anderson Silva in a boxing fight. Yeah, I don't know if he's my boy, but um, I hope Anderson kicks the shit out of him. He probably will. Anderson will I be. really hope Anderson so. looked good when he beat up Chavez Jr. there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if they okay, is, yes, he's. I don't know. At what point would you call someone a legit boxer? 
if you, I don't know, another Paul's just going to do the show fights, like Anderson Silva fights and these kind of fights. It'll be no, a big no, fight. No, but I mean, like, he's been boxing now for a little bit. This is, like, going to be... I think he's a legit boxer myself. I think it's Anderson's third... Since he's left MMA, I think he had a couple boxing matches before yeah, MMA, third one. right? So it's like he looks third... good. He's gonna he's gonna beat Jake Paul. Well, he, if he can handle a boxer like Chavez Jr. Yeah. And right? another thing, I don't blame Madison Silva. He's thinking, hey, you know what? I can whoop this guy's butt. And I get a big payday. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, everybody wants more money. If I don't care what anybody says, right? So. Well, I mean, I hope they don't put all the restrictions and everything that they do. No, because Anderson's not like Rahim Jr. There, he's got a big name. He's gonna have a lot more say than the other guy did. Yeah, I hope so because I think that's that's happening October. I I think that's yeah, October twentieth or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. It takes the luster off of everything, man. From that perspective, Um, yeah, no, I mean, but I'm with you. Anderson will win that fight, yeah. Yeah, I think Anderson should win that fight, man. I mean, he's gonna be the guy to put that guy down finally and shut him up. I saw some of that internet. Uh, what, what influencer boxing? What garbage? What's that? Influencer boxing, like YouTube boxing. Mm-hmm. It was on the zone that KSI guy fought twice. And that yeah, it was a pay per view too for like nine ninety nine or something. Yeah, but dude, they do the numbers though, because like, there's so many of these internet people and whatnot. That yeah, they got a big following, shit, right? It's huh? unfortunate. It's really sad to watch. Like it's boxing horrible. is going a lot of the way. Not it'll always be the legit fights like Canelo, Triple G, and all that stuff. But it's going the way of uh, prize fighting. People, no, I, I get that, people, but the right? quality of those fights were just absurd. I know, I know, it's not like, high quality. The first fight that KSI fella fought, that guy just like, oh my god, I've never seen such horrible punches in my life. Like, it was I know, so it's just a showman, embarrassing, just YouTube influencer, unreal. Like, I, I turned it off and I, and I looked over to little Miss Smith and said, you know what, I just lost fifteen minutes of my life. Yeah, I, he's. I don't enjoy watching him. I don't think anyone should watch that shit, man. It's just fucking garbage. It's like, I don't even understand how people can be entertained by that. And if people are entertained by that, I'm really sad for society as we go forward. I people got a short attention span, especially the younger generation. So if they can even know a guy that's YouTube influence, they want to support their channel or the guy that they like and they'll buy it. I, I get it. Too. I get it. I get it. You know, like we're, we're from a different time. We're from a different era. We're from a yeah. different train of thought and ideologies and the way we look at the world. And Quite frankly, the old world's only survived because of that generation of ideologies and thinking. I mean, yeah. Quite frankly, just if people, if that's what people find entertaining, then I'm really scared for the future. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just. I don't know sick. what I'm with you. I, don't, I agree with you. I don't know what to say. Just really, really. Anyways, man, I, I don't want to get us in trouble or anything. But, but yeah, before man. we wrap this baby up, let's get our final predictions for King Kong versus Ruiz Jr. on the record. Right. I I am going to go with King Kong. I think Ortiz is going to beat him. I think he'll knock him out, and I think he'll knock him out between the fifth and seventh round. Okay. I'm going to take uh, your boy Andrew, and I'm going to take him round nine, ten. I think the ref's going to step in and stop it. Okay. Let's see how that plays out, man. Should be a fun fight either way. No, I mean, 100%. I'm not really a huge fan of either guy. I really don't care. I'm just saying I, I think Ruiz will win, but I, I wouldn't be shocked either way. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just kind of breaking it down, looking at both fighters, seeing what they both bring to the table, and I'm not taking anything away from Andrew Ruiz. He's no, I himself. And whatnot, but like again, I just don't feel that he, you know, first off, coming in at 270, man, he's a short little guy, so it's just kind of like he feels like he, unless he it's all muscle or something, not all muscle, not a little bit, no, 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 but I mean, most of it, like he put his belly back on, or what you know what I mean, like why would you come in so heavy for this fight? I'm not sure what he's thinking, right? Like, I mean, for his stature, 270 at 6'9, yeah, that makes sense, yeah, right, but 270 at 
five something or maybe six one somewhere in five there. eleven six feet yeah, it's not that right? big you know it's like 270 that's that's a lot of weight man i'm six yeah. one I, you know like i mean I, I sit comfortably at 220 at six one yeah right i could probably be 200 and be better for it but at 220 i'm okay yeah you know? yeah i don't look your frame I, I don't look 220 do i no right so you know but when you're shorter and you're you're that 270 is huge bro Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see what happens. I'm curious to see how his foot speed is, man. Because if he's that heavy, how fast is he gonna be on his feet? I don't know. Because because I mean, he was what? What was he for Joshua the last fight? Do you know? Do you have that in front of you? I, I mean, he know. came in like two sixty, two sixty five. Oh, the okay, last so one, that one, he's he, like two eighty or something. Okay, so he's basically the same size again. He's lost about ten pounds. Right, but all those pictures leading up to everything. Look how much weight this guy's lost and this and that. And he looked pretty good in the Areola fight. Yeah. You know, considering he dropped about 30 to 40 pounds there for that fight. But to put 30 back on against a journeyman. Maybe because King say, Kong's so big, he doesn't want to be pushed around. He wants a little bit more size. I'm not sure. Well, what's well, like I said, it's a, it comes down to that physical fight, which he's not used to. Yeah. So I think those are the King Kong's to... going to push him. He's going to push him to the limits. I'll tell you that. King Kong, he goes for the knockouts. He doesn't play around. Yeah, he's even said he plans to knock him out. He wants to knock him out in the first three to four rounds if he can. I mean, that's his goal. Yeah. I think he's going to touch him. I think Ortiz will touch him. I think Ruiz will fall to his knee once or twice. And then that big shot will come later on, like I said, between the fifth or the seventh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go around nine, between round nine and ten, TKO ref stop. We'll see what happens. All right, man. Fun. Well, listen, so we got Clash at the Castle this weekend, too. We got that happening, Ortiz fight this Sunday as well. So we got an action-packed weekend here. Be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it starts at 10 o'clock Saturday morning and ends somewhere Sunday night. Uh, so all that being said and done, I tell you what, brother, let's uh, gear up and get ready, and we'll, we'll go yeah. down as we get closer to these, as we as these things come to an end. Uh, hopefully we can come to you after Clash at the Castle before Tuesday and just kind of share our thoughts and ideas on what went yep. down. Um, yeah. I know this is a boxing show, but I have to say this before. So rumor has it that a person by the name of Bray Wyatt was seen spotted on a flight headed towards uh, the UK. I could see that. I don't know where that would tie in or how that would tune in, but I mean... Could be interesting. Maybe he's the new leader of the Judgment Day. They did him pretty good. That's That'd be sure. kind of interesting because he kind of fit right in there, eh? In terms of he's still young enough. They got to do he's... something big for this show. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Braun's pretty much ready to come back, too. So, I mean, who knows, man? Like we talked about it on Tuesday, there's a lot of twists and turns that are going to be coming. Things that will shock you. Things that you probably already know that are going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of really looking forward to the show, man. More so than most pay-per-views that have come out this year. This is one that I'm looking forward to. Let's hope it delivers. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Mox against CM Punk this Sunday. So that's the fight, eh? So they have their pay-per-view, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have theirs on Sunday as well. All in? All out? Yeah, I guess. I won't be watching that one. I'll watch it because I'm curious. I'm curious to see what it's all about. You can catch a lot of the highlights and main events and stuff, so I know what's going on. But I'm not. Too excited for those two guys, to be honest. Nah, fair play, man. All right, brother, man. On that note, let's give the fans what they want and let's say goodbye. Uh, I am Bobby Sampson. Joined with me is Mr. Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe, and share the podcast, we salute you. Absolutely. And in the words of the infamous Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, 
that's it for Sam and Chance. Everyone have a great long weekend if you're here in North America and everyone else around the world. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Sam and Chance out. Thank you.